Welcome to episode 56 from Best Book Bits. Today I'll be sharing Osho, Creativity, Unleashing the Forces Within. This book was published in 1999 and weighing in at 208 pages. As Osho points out, historically, the creative person has all but been forced to rebel against the society. But nowadays the situation has dramatically changed. In today's world, the ability to respond creatively to new challenges is demanded of everybody. Creativity is a handbook for those who understand the need to bring more creativity, playfulness, and flexibility to their lives. It's a manual for thinking outside the box and learning to live there as well. This is my take on the best book bits I found worth capturing. If you like what you hear, I strongly suggest you buy the book using the link in the description. So without further ado, I bring you Osho, Creativity. Creativity is the greatest rebellion in existence. If you want to create, you have to get rid of all conditioning. Otherwise, your creativity will be nothing but copying. It'll be just a carbon copy. You can be creative only if you're an individual. The creator cannot follow the well-trodden path. He has to go alone. He has to be a dropout from the mind, from the collective psychology. Creativity is the fragrance of the individual freedom. A creative person is one who has insight, who can see things nobody else has ever before, who hears things that nobody has heard before. Then there is creativity. Once pathology disappears, everybody becomes a creator. Let it be understood as deeply as possible. Only ill people are destructive. The people who are healthy are creative. Creativity is a fragrance of real health. When a person is really healthy and whole, creativity comes naturally to him. The urge to create arises. Consciousness is being, compassion feeling, creativity is action. You can attain a very high peak if you are one dimensional, but you will be only a peak. I would like you to become a whole range of the Himalayas, not just a peak, but peaks upon peaks. Logic is dry, poetry is alive. Love seems to be illogical. If your love is only a feeling and it is not translated into action, it won't affect the larger humanity. You have to make it a reality. You have to materialize it. There are only three dimensions. Being, feeling, action. Action contains creativity. All kinds of creativity in music, poetry, painting, sculpture, architecture, science, technology. Feelings contain all that is aesthetic love, beauty. And being contains meditation, awareness, consciousness. Relaxation is like a flowering. You cannot force it. Action is moment to moment, spontaneous. Activity is loaded with the past. It is not a response to the present moment. Rather, it is pouring your restlessness, which have been carrying from the past into the present. Action is creative. Activity is very destructive. It destroys you. It destroys others. One has to be meditative, but not against feeling. But if there is no hunger, it is not an action. It is a disease. The activity is an obsession. Action is beautiful. Action comes as a spontaneous response. Life needs response. Every moment you have to act. But the activity comes through the present moment. Action is a spontaneous and total There are fools all over the world who go on saying, do something rather than nothing. An empty mind is God's workshop. 
An empty mind is the most beautiful thing in the world, the purest. All great teachers, teachers who have awakened to the truth of life, have come to realize that an empty mind gives space to the divine to enter in you. They are obsessed. They cannot remain silent, inactive. You go into a primary school. The teacher is almost the emperor. You can order them to sit, and they will have to sit. You can order them to stand, and they will have to stand. Psychologists also suspect that teachers have the inclination to want to be statistic. Activity is when the action has no relevance. Action is total. Activity is always half-hearted, because how can you befool yourself absolutely? A relaxed person is simply non-obsessive, and his energy starts accumulating within him. He conserves his energy, and then action comes, his total being flows into it. The disease doesn't change by changing the symptoms. Psychologists say that if you remain still for three weeks, you will start talking to yourself. A lunatic is a person whose whole world is confined in himself. That's why people are afraid of silence. They know they may crack up. And if you're afraid of silence, that means you have an obsessive, feverish, diseased mind inside, which is continuously asking to be active. Activity is your escape from yourself. Inaction, you are. Inactivity, you have escaped from yourself. It is a frog. Inactivity, you forgot yourself. When you forget yourself, there are no worries, no anguish, no anxiety. That's why you need to be continuously active, doing something or another, but never in a state when non-doing flowers in you and blooms. Action is good. Activity is ill. Find the distinction within yourself. What is activity and what is action? Action is always new and fresh, like the dewdrops in the morning. And a person who is a person of action is also fresh and young. God is always for the new and the fresh. Let things drop. Don't drop them. Let activity disappear. Don't force it to disappear. Is again activity in another form. Watch, be alert, conscious, and you will come to a miraculous phenomenon. When something drops by itself on its own accord, it leaves no trace on you. It is not a question of what you do. It is a question of how you do it. And ultimately, it is a question rather you do it or you allow it to happen. Whatever you have the opportunity to act totally, don't miss it. Don't waver act. Act more and let activities drop on their own accord. A transformation will come to you by and by. It takes time. It needs seasoning. But there is no hurry. Do naught with the body but relax. Shut firm the mouth and silent remains. Empty your mind and think of naught. Relaxation comes only when there is a must in your life. Relaxation is not only the body, it is not only the mind, it is your, your total being. The mind should remain alive and creative, and yet should be capable of moving into silence whenever it wants. That's mastery. When you want to think, you can think. When you don't want to think, you can go into non-thinking. A real master is one who can do both. Relaxation is an absence, absence of activity, not of action. There is no need to move to the Himalayas. Action is not to be dropped, because if you drop action, you drop life. Relaxation is a state. 
you cannot force it. Relaxation is not a posture. Relaxation is your total transformation of your energy. Energy is good. Energy is delight. Energy is divine. Once energy is released, one can become creative. It brings intelligence, creativity. Sensitivity, it brings all that is beautiful. Energy needs work. Otherwise, the energy will become restlessness. Energy needs expression. Energy needs to be creative. Otherwise, the same energy called up within you will become diseased and illness. A child dancing and jumping and running around, ask him, where are they going? He's not going anywhere. You will look foolish to him. Children always think adults are foolish. What a nonsense question. Where are you going? And I tell you, there is nowhere to go. Here is all. The whole existence accumulates in the moment. It converges into this moment. The whole existence is pouring already into the moment. All that is, is pouring into this moment. It is here now. Remember, activity is goal-orientated. Action is not. Action is overflowing of energy. Action in this moment. A response, unprepared, unrehearsed, just the whole existence meets you, confronts you, and a response comes. Do naught with the body but relax. Shut firm the mouth and silent remains. Shut firm the mouth and silent remain and then don't think. So don't try to be silent. You simply create the situation. The soil, plant, the seed and wait. Empty your mind and think of naught. Be a passive watcher. Like a hollow bamboo, rest at ease with your body. Simply realize who is hidden within you. Improving. Whatsoever you improve, you will always be in anxiety and anguish because the very effort to improve is leading you on a wrong path. It makes future meaningful, a goal meaningful, ideals meaningful, and then your mind becomes a desiring. You are already that which you are trying to become. You have achieved if you don't cling nothingness in your hand, and you have achieved. It is not a doing, it is an allowing. The ego is nothing but the, all the thoughts you have accumulated in the past. Nature gives everybody energy, which is creative. It becomes destructive only when it is obstructed, when no natural flow is allowed. The essence of wisdom is to be in harmony with nature, with the natural rhythm of the universe. And whatever you are in harmony with, the natural rhythm of the universe, you are a poet, you are a painter, you are a musician, you are a dancer. Creativity is a state of paradox. All beautiful states are paradoxical. The higher you go, the deeper you go into the paradox of reality. Supreme action with supreme relaxation. On the surface, great action happening. In the depth, nothing is happening. Surrendering to a power that is beyond you is creativity. Life is in sharing. To be self-conscious is to be unconscious. This paradox has to be understood. To be self-conscious is to be unconscious, and to be unself-conscious or to be self-conscious is to become conscious. And when there is no self, when this small, tiny self disappears, you attain to the real self with the capital S, call it the supreme self, the self of all. You can succeed only with God, never against him. You can succeed only with the whole, never against it. What's your own life? Many things you were doing only because of the ego.
If you are miserable, you and only you are responsible. Have you ever thought about it? If someone asks you, who are you? What do you answer? You say your name. The name is not yours. Because you came nameless. It is not your property. It has been given to you. Try to make something perfect and it remain imperfect. Do it naturally and it is always perfect. Nature is perfect. Effort is imperfect. So whenever you are doing something too much, you are destroying. Self-conscious becomes a weakness. A person who is self-conscious is strong, but his strength has nothing to do with himself. It comes from the beyond. When you are self-conscious, you are really showing symptoms that you don't know who you are. Your very self-conscious indicates that you have not come home yet. People go on living in a mental world of their own creation. When you drop the ego, you drop a whole world that you have created around it. Searching for prestige. Political authority. What are you searching? You are searching power, strength, and strength is all the time available just by the corner. You are searching in the wrong places. When you remember yourself, you forget God. When you forget yourself, you remember God and you cannot remember both together. Listening is one of the basic secrets of entering into the temple of God. Listening means passivity. Listening means forgetting yourself completely. Only when you can listen. When you listen attentively to somebody, you forget yourself. If you cannot forget yourself, you never listen. You are too self-conscious about yourself. You simply pretend that you are listening. You don't listen. One has to become more of the ears and less of the eyes. First step is respectivity, because in respectivity, ego cannot exist. It can exist only in conflict. And when you are receptive, suddenly your faculty of imagination becomes tremendously powerful. First you become receptive, and then you become creative. And once you have dropped your ego, you become so flexible that whatever you imagine will happen, when your imagination will become your reality. Carry the ego and you'll remain weak. Drop the ego and infinite strength starts flowing through you. All life is of the whole. If you are trying to love on your own, you are simply being stupid. Ego always wants to be perfect. Ego is very perfectionistic. Ego wants to be higher and better than others. Hence, it is always a perfectionist. But through ego, perfection is never possible. So the effort is absurd. Perfection is possible only when the ego is not, but then one never thinks of perfection at all. Mind is past. Past and past and nothing else. Mind means memory. There can be no contemporary mind. To be contemporary is to be without mind. Mind is never original. Cannot be. No mind is original. Fresh and young. Mind is always old. Rotten, stale. The mind goes on changing as time goes on changing. In that sense, the contemporary mind is a reality. The most modern mind is still of the past. Mind is receptive. Mind always moves in circles. Mind is a mechanism. You feed it with knowledge. It repeats the same knowledge. It goes on chewing the same knowledge again and again. Intellect is something pseudo, something false. People are afraid of the unknown. People feel insecure with the unknown. They don't want to go beyond the familiar. Hence, they have created the false, plastic substitute for intelligence. They call it intellect. 
The really alive person is a here and now person. He does not live out of the past. He does not live for the future. He lives only in the moment, for the moment. The moment is all. Creativity means bringing the new into existence. Making a way for the unknown to penetrate the known. Making a way for the sky to come to the earth. Intellectual activity can make you experts in certain things. Useful, efficient. But intellect is is groping in the dark. It has no eyes because it is not yet meditative. Intellect is borrowed. It has no insight of its own. Life is not the same. Ever it is constantly changing. Moment it is new. Intelligence is awakening. And unless you are fully awake, you need to become less mind and more heart. Belief is always closed. It comes to a full point. Your experience is growing, it is changing, it is moving. It is constantly moving from the known into the unknown and from the unknown into the unknowable. And remember, experience has a beauty because it is unfinished. Experience always remains open, that means unfinished. Belief is always complete and finished. The first quality is an openness to experience. Mind is all your beliefs collected together. Openness means no mind. Openness means you're out of your mind, aside, and you are ready to look into life again and again in new way, not with the old eyes. The mind gives you the old eye. It gives you, again, ideas. Look through this. But then the thing becomes colored. Then you don't look at it. Then you project an idea upon it. Then the truth becomes a screen on which you are going on projecting. When you look through no mind, your perception is efficient. Because then you see that which is, and truth liberates. Everything else creates a bondage, only truth liberates. Sooner or later, a day comes when you look and you don't have any mind. You are not looking for anything, you are simply looking. He looks with no ideas, he simply looks. Anything can be creative. It is you who brings that quality to the activity. Creativity is the quality that you bring to the activity you are doing. It is an attitude, an inner approach, how you look at things. Whatsoever you do, if you do it joyfully, if you do it lovingly, if your act of doing it is not purely economical, then it is creative. If something grows out of it within you, if it gives you growth, it is spiritual, it is creative, it is divine. Our whole attitude about life is money-orientated. And money is one of the most uncreative things that one can become interested in. Our whole approach is power-orientated and power is destructive, not creative. A man who is after money will become destructive because money has to be robbed, exploited. It has to be taken away from many people. Only then can you have it. Power simply means you have to make many people impotent. Belief is not just a belief. It opens closed doors. If you have a wrong belief, then that will hang around you as a closed door. If you believe you are uncreative, you'll become uncreative. You will become uncreative because that belief will obstruct, continuously negate all possibilities of flowing. Money, power, prestige are uncreative, not only uncreative, but destructive activities. Beware of them. Be a giver. Share whatever you can. Just embrace somebody to your heart and you are creative. Just look with loving eyes at somebody. 
Just a loving look can change the whole world of a person. You have to find out what you can do and what you cannot do. Everybody cannot do everything. You have to search and find your destiny. But if you love your life, you'll be able to find. If you don't love your life and you love something else, then there is a problem. If you love money and you want to be creative, you cannot become creative. Never hide behind masks. If you really want to be creative, then there is no question of money, success, prestige, respectability. Then you enjoy your activity. Then each act has an intrinsic value. Each person comes into this world with a specific destiny. He has something to fulfill. Some message has to be delivered. Some work has to be completed. You are not here accidentally. You are here meaningful. The whole intends to do something through you. Learn one basic thing. Do whatever you want to do. Love to do. And never ask recognition. That is begging. Become a child again and you will be creative. All children are creative. Creativity needs freedom. Freedom from the mind. Freedom from knowledge. Freedom from prejudices. A creative person is one who can try the new. A creative person is not a robot. A creator has to be able to look foolish. A creator has to risk his so-called respectability. That's why you always see the poets, painters, dancers, musicians are not very respectable people. Creators are always thought to be mad people. The world recognizes them, but very late. It goes on thinking that something is wrong. Creators are eccentric people. Always remember, always, the right hemisphere is the end and the left hemisphere is the means. The left hemisphere has to serve the right hemisphere. The right hemisphere is master because you earn money only because you want to enjoy your life and celebrate your life. You want a certain bank balance only so that you can love. You work only so that you can play. Play remains the goal. You work only so that you can relax. Relaxation remains the goal. Work is not the goal. That's what your examinations are. A person is thought to be very intelligent if he can vomit all that is being thrown into him. First he has to be forced to be swallowing. And then in the examination papers, vomit. When a person responds in a new way, he should be valued. There should be no right answer. There is none. There is only a stupid answer and an intelligent answer. The very categorization of right and wrong is wrong. Either the answer is stupid, repetitive, or the answer is creative, responsive, intelligent. The word discipline comes from the same root as the word disciple. The root meaning of the word is a process of learning. One who is ready to learn is a disciple, and then the process being ready to learn is discipline. The real man of discipline never accumulates. Each moment he dies to whatever he has come to know and again becomes ignorant. That ignorance is really luminous. The creative person has to dissolve all shoulds and should nots. He needs freedom and space, vast space. He needs the whole sky and all the stars. Only then can his innermost spontaneity start growing. A discipline is an individual phenomenon. Whenever you borrow it, you start living according to set principles, dead principles. And life is never dead. Life is constantly changing each moment. Life is a flux. I teach you the moment and the freedom of the moment and the responsibility of the moment. One thing may be right this moment and may be wrong the next moment. Don't try to be consistent. Otherwise, you'll be dead. 
Only dead people are consistent. Try to be alive with all its inconsistencies and live each moment without any reference to the past and without any reference to the future neither. Live the moment in the context of the moment and your response will be total. And the totality has beauty. And note totality is creativity. Then whatsoever you do will have a beauty of its own. What matters is you are putting your very soul into what you are creating. Then your creative products have something of the quality of divine. Remember, creativity has nothing to do with any particular work. Creativity has something to do with the quality of your consciousness. Whatsoever you do can become creative. Life consists of small things. The greatness is not in the things done. The greatness is in the conscious that you bring while you do it. Friedrich Nietzsche in one of his statements says, The greatest calamity will fall on humanity the day all the dreamers disappear. The whole evolution of man is because man has dreamed about it. What was a dream yesterday, today is a reality. And what is a dream today can become a reality tomorrow. Creativity is a byproduct of dreaming. Man has forgotten the language of harmony, and my work here is to remind you. Two silences cannot remain two, they become one. Man is so helpless, anything that is too much cannot be expressed, cannot be conveyed, cannot be communicated. Some gesture has to be found to symbolize it. Look, consciousness is a continuous river. You never see that which is. You go on distorting reality. Your present moment contains your whole past. And if you can understand me, your present moment also contains your whole future. Because the past as it has happened has been changing you. It has been preparing you. And then the future that is going to happen will happen from the way you live in the present. The way you live here now will have a great impact upon your future. In the present moment, all past is contained. And in the present moment, all future is potential. Creativity means the new, the novel, the original. Creativity means the fresh, the unknown. You have to be open for it, vulnerable for it. Put aside the memory. 90% of art is just not part at all. It is rubbish. Rarely is there a work of art. Very rarely. Others are just imitators, technicians, skillful people. Not hardest. And the 99% of art disappearing from the earth will be a blessing because these more of vomit rather than anything creative. People should go on moving from one discipline into another discipline. When you become accustomed to one discipline, you'll become a prison with the technique. Just slip out of it and into another discipline. Enjoy whatever you are doing. If you can find a few friends to enjoy it, good. If no one is there to enjoy it, and enjoy it alone. If you are enjoying it, that is enough. If you feel fulfilled through it, that is enough. Wealth can give you all that can be purchased in life. And almost everything can be purchased except those spiritual values like love, compassion, enlightenment, freedom. Money is nothing but a scientific way of exchanging things. That's why money is called currency. It should be a current. Life in itself has no meaning. Life is an opportunity to create meaning. Meaning has to be discovered. It has to be created. You will find meaning only if you create. You will find it only if you create. Remember it. Life is not there ready-made, available. 
You get the life that you create. You get out of life that which you put into it. First, he had to pull meaning into it. You have to give color and music and poetry. You have to be creative. Only then you will be alive. Praise a man because he has created a beautiful sculpture. Praise a man because he plays such a beautiful flute. Let these be religious qualities from now on. Don't start with the conclusion, otherwise he'll start with the wrong way from the very beginning. Go without the conclusion. Unless you say something on your own, you will miss the meaning. Drop the knowledge and become more creative. Meaning comes through participation. Participation in life. Participate as deeply as per week as possible. Risk all for participation. If you want to know what that is, don't go and see a dancer. Learn dancing. Be a dancer. If you want to know anything, participate. Don't know where you live to become just a dead ritual. Let there be moments unexplainable. Let there be a few things that are mysterious, for which he cannot supply any reason. Let there be a few things for which people will think you're a little crazy. A man who is 100% sane is dead. I wouldn't be craziness by the side if always as a great joy. Go on doing a few crazy things too, and then meaning will be possible. That is it. Thanks for watching episode 56 of Osho Creativity. Follow us on social, search us on Facebook, Instagram, hashtag bestbookbits, and Twitter at bestbookbits. If you like the video, purchase the book on Amazon by clicking the link in the video description. Subscribe to the channel, give me feedback on what you think, and if there is a book you want to do a summary on, let us know. Thanks for watching. Have a great day.